Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yeah, you see, Tony, Randy stole my thunder 10 seconds before I was going to tell the audience, and now he told the audience, and it's true, uh, Governor Cuomo will be speaking at 1130 from, uh, I didn't know it was going to be a Wegmans, though. From Rochester. It could be, I guess it, uh, Wegmans probably has more than one in Rochester, seeing that that's their home base. And the governor probably wanted to pick up some fruit and, you know, a few canned goods. Uh, so, <laughs> so that's 1130, and we will carry that uh, on uh, Beach and Company. And we now have the text board. Uh, you know how those movies where the pilot of the airplane has been knocked out and, and uh, somebody is called up? from the seating area to land the plane, you know, some, one of those believable things. And somebody always talks them through uh, uh, the, uh, uh, how to land an airplane. And they'll say, all right, take that big blue knob and turn it to the right. <laughs> well, that's what happened. Tim Wenger talked Bernie into the uh, text board. She uninstalled it as instructioned. She installed it as instructioned, and it's now working. So, good. We got all of the technical stuff uh, working. Let's go to uh, line one, which would be Bruce in Amherst. Bruce, you're on WBEN. Yeah, thank you, Sandy. Hello there, Bruce. What do you have in mind for us today? Well, your listeners made me think about two things regarding vaccination. Number one, what about the 2005 PrEP Act? that Congress passed, and they're currently considering an amendment to it. And what about the possibility of nanotechnology being installed in these vaccinations for perhaps other purposes? Well, first of all, why don't you tell me about nanotechnology? Well, I'm not really an expert in that, Sandy. However, uh, there are minute particles Uh, some of them with actual intelligence, and they've been experimented with for decades, uh, making machines smaller and smaller. Uh, I know that they do have the ability to put particles of gold or other materials into a serum or vaccination and inject it into a human and then detect the existence of that material that was put in and so they go okay they could check the density and where it goes and all that sort of thing okay uh and if you consider the effect of the 2005 prep prep act that is currently being discussed in congress you will learn that all pharma companies and vaccination programs 
that all tort liability has been removed from those companies and their vaccination products, meaning that if you take a vaccination and something goes wrong, you have no recourse unless there was gross negligence. And even that has a legal test uh, that's been clearly defined, making it almost impossible for anyone to say anything if something bad happens. Now, well, here, here, remember this now. Any law, uh, and when, when people bring up laws and whatever, I always bring up this. Any law that we have at one way, shape, or form can be changed. Some would require going as far as a constitutional amendment, uh, but the people that make the laws can change the laws so that if there was something uh, totally beneficial for the population but there was a law in place that would keep it from coming to the marketplace or whatever, I'm sure there would be a, a rabid discussion on the uh, cost-benefit analysis before they decided. So I think that uh, what you bring up, legitimate. Uh, but uh, I think that if there's any roadblocks, uh, especially with something like this, uh, they'll be swept uh, swept aside. Uh, thank you. Thank you, uh, Bruce. A, a, a good call. I appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Mary in Tonawanda. Mary, you're on WBEN. Hello? Hello, Mary. Uh, Hi, pardon me? Hello? Hello, my name is Marge. Oh, Marge. No, it isn't Marge. It's Mary, because that's what it says on my sheet. You you can be Marge if you'd like to, okay? As long as, <laughs> as, long as I know who I am, it's okay. Yeah, I'm sure you got a good grip on who you are. Okay, what's on your mind, Marge? Well, I don't. I doubt there'll be a vaccine by the end of the year. That seems much too soon. Well, I mean, it's it's possible. Uh, I, I look at it like this: this isn't the kind of thing where you can look at history, and you say, uh, "Well, uh, Louis Pasteur and Madame Curie and this and that, and uh, uh, nobody's ever done this, or this takes uh, four years uh, as it was done for this reason." I think as medicine. Uh, marches on, marches forward, so does the timeline. And I think we've got perhaps better minds, better machinery, better thinking. And plus we have the advantage of looking back in time to uh, take all of the advantage uh, parts and disregard the disadvantage. So the the fact that it would happen that soon, because it usually doesn't, I, I don't think is, uh, is good. But uh, certainly we all have our reasons. There's a lot of companies working on it. A lot of smart people. So if there was, uh, Marge, uh, would you get a, a vaccine? I would not. You would not. Okay. If you have children of school age, would you uh, expect that they'd, they'd be allowed in school without a vaccination? Yes. Okay. So you're, you're on the exact opposite uh, table. Uh, are you anti-vaccine uh, uh, up and down and right through the board or just for this? No, I just you don't have a compulsory for the um, annual flu shot, which, from what I've seen on the CDC site, is at best only 30% effective each year. So I don't know why you'd be required to do it for this. And you know, in the disclosure on that shot, they tell I get it every year, but even in the disclosure of whether you should get it or not, they say that uh, it's an estimate of what strain of the flu is going to show up. And then there's no guarantees that it won't be more than 30 or 40% of the people that get it 
will it be effective? We know that. Uh, the way I look at it, if it's 30 or 40% chance, I'd rather have that than no chance. So that's the way I look at it. So uh, do you think that these vaccines are dangerous, or what's your thinking on that? Well, I know two different families in two different states that had shots that are compulsory, like an MMR, and both have have daughters who were born normal and now barely exist at the age in their 20s. Well, okay. I mean, um, we all look around for examples, uh, but uh, look at the example the president had at least a week or so ago for a woman who was near death uh, by all accounts. Uh, this was not a political statement, but she was near death, and they gave her a drug they were experimenting with, and uh, now she was sitting next to the president on the stage. So she went from near death to, to getting through. So I guess you never know. Uh, but uh, thank you, Marge. And next time, we'll call you by your right name, I promise. Thank you. Okay, uh, let's see. Let's take a break, and then we'll return. The questions I have, will we have a vaccine, as the president predicts, by the end of the year, okay? And uh, would you get it if we, if we had it? Now, if you don't get it and your kids don't have it, uh, should the kids be allowed to go to school with other kids that, that have had it? Uh, my attitude is I would get it. Uh, I'm not sure. I think there's a chance we could have it by the end of the year. Got a lot of people working on it, a lot of groups working on it. Uh, I, would, uh, I would get it, and my kids would get it, so they go to school without a problem. We'll be back with more on Beach & Company on News Radio 930 WBEN. The, as we said, the governor will be speaking at 1130 today. We will cover that. He's from Rochester. He's going to be at Wegmans. Well, I guess if you're in Rochester... It used to be Wegmans and Kodak. Now I guess it's just Wegmans. So you would definitely want to be at Wegmans, and then, then we will uh, be carrying that. Uh, meanwhile, we're asking some questions. Uh, will we have a, va a vaccine, as the president predicted, by the end of the year? Uh, will you get it? And if not, would you allow your uh, kids to go to Should they allow your kids to go to school without it? I think not, if you don't get it. They don't get it uh, either. They shouldn't uh, be in school with the other kids that did get it. Oh, and uh, on the text board, is now working. That's 30930. And somebody said, Bernadette ought to hope she's not a car. That's because I said the things that motivated me through a great portion of my life, besides the usual things of having a daughter and getting married and all that sort of thing, but the, the, uh, the motivating factors were always cars about me, looking forward to the next car or whatever. And uh, they said uh, they're glad that she uh, is not a car because you take something you like and you trade it in. See, well, that, no, no, Bernadette, no, no. She's going to, yeah, I'm putting lifetime plates on Bernadette. Okay, <laughs> maybe I'll get her a new set of seat covers. I'm not really sure. Uh, the best line about that once, I was talking to Stan Roberts, beloved morning man of uh, KB Radio when I came to town. And I told him I got a new car. And he said, um, I, uh, what was wrong with your old car? I said, nothing. He said, well, why did you get a new car if there's nothing wrong with your old car? I thought you liked your old car. I do. I did like my old car. But I like this car better. And so I'm going to sell my old car so I can get a new car. And Stan Roberts says to me, boy, I'll tell you one thing. I'm glad I'm not your wife. And I said, Stan, I'm really glad you're not my wife, too. So we settled it right there. Now, can, do you guys see an argument there uh, that um, they wish Bernadette was a car or they don't wish Bernadette was a car? 
<laughs> you cannot trade Bernadette away. No, Bernadette is, if she were a car, she would be at the Barrett-Jackson auction on Saturday night with all the high-line cars. Or Shiny. Sotheby's, the big expensive. Sotheby's, yeah. There you go. Come on, Sotheby's. Sandy, you got to raise it. Sotheby's, uh, where uh, she would be uh, up on stage with all the shiny best cars in the world. Hey, okay? Sandy, we got some really sad news that just broke. Uh, Don Shula, longtime coach of the Miami Dolphins, has passed away at the age of 90. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yes. Um, I'd seen uh, some pictures of Shula recently. I, uh, Within the last couple of months, I don't recall, uh, he still had a presence in Miami, I think, with a restaurant and whatever, but he was a beloved coach. How old was he, Tony? 90. 90. Wow, the time really flies because um, it seems like just <clears throat> yesterday where he was usually beating us on the field. What a great coach! Yeah, absolutely, tremendous a of, person. A lot of those, uh, a lot of those memorable coaches. Okay, let's see the uh, people behind the rally that is in this article that I have here. Founders of the group, the Freedom Angels of Foundation. It's known in California for its uh, its opposition to efforts in California to mandate vaccinations. All right, there, there's always some that claim. They have their doctors who say this and, you know, this and that. And they, they, then you get into doing the George Norrie show. I'll take the words of the doctors, and in this case, I'll take the words of the government who rely on the words of the doctors to do the right thing. Okay, let's go to uh, line, um, line three, Mark in Hamburg. Mark, you're on WBEN. Hey, Sandy. Hey, you know, I, I'm torn between whether I would get one or not if there was a vaccine for it. Um, you know, I look at the, I watch the news daily. Uh, you know, I see the death counts. And, I, you know, my wife, is. Uh, uh, she worked at St. Joe's the last couple days. And, you know, she worked in the ICU, and she told me how horrible it was. And I got an 80-year-old mother, and she uh, is in the nursing home in North Carolina, well, South Carolina, and she, uh, she ended up getting COVID. Um, I was called last week and notified. Um, and I'm just torn between the ages of the people that have died and the people that have gotten through it, fought their way through it. And when you look at the statistics and see that people in the age of 50 or lower, that what that death count is, I mean, I think it's just over a thousand people. And, and, and here we have over 300 million people in America. It's just, one of the things where I'm thinking, geez, you know, look at this. Obviously, we got to keep the older people away from the younger people. And how do we do that? I think there needs to be more testing. If a vaccine came out so suddenly within a, a few months, I would be very apprehensive to take it. Me, I'd yeah, I, under I understand what you're saying. I have a very simple question of you. Uh, somebody wins the lottery. The odds of the lottery are 300 million to one. There's no question. It's a fool's bet, but somebody wins it. And in this case, somebody uh, of a young age dies from it. And in case you might have thousands, even though it's a small percentage, if it's your kid that's in that thousands or your kid, even if the, your kid is the only one, uh, it means a lot, I think. Well, what if the ramic? What are, what would be the ramifications if they come out with a vaccine and a lot of people start taking it, and then in six or eight months 
they find out this thing could kill you or seriously give you medical complications. That's well, I think I think uh, they have uh, given us enough warning uh, that uh, that these are very qu- being done very quickly, uh, but they're still trying to uh, meet the, uh, the same standards as you got a lot more companies and people working on it. So uh, I, it's a matter of whether you have faith in doctors and faith in medicine to do the right thing. Um, I, I think there are some things beyond me sitting down with a pad and paper or computer and figuring it out. Uh, somewhere along the line, you have to take somebody's word for something, and I think this would this would be it for me. I would take their word on it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I look at this. You know, I look at the pharmaceutical or the medical industry that comes up with vaccines and cures for diseases, and the thing that we can't cure cancer or any kind of form of cancer that could kill you, but yet we can pop out a vaccine for this thing that could obviously kill you. You know, it's just, it's just mind-boggling how the system works and whether whether you can believe certain things or not. And I, I just wouldn't be willing to take that gamble, at least for the first maybe year of that vaccine going out. I don't get a, a flu vaccine every year. I have periodically... And, you know, my wife insists I get one, and I usually don't. I'm just like, you know, I don't – I'm not an anti-vaxxer, don't get me wrong. Yeah, and some of the things you're saying are making total sense. One of the things that would concern me that I have to be satisfied about, you have a lot of large companies doing a, a lot of clinical trials and things like that. The, uh, the, the reward for, having, for getting a vaccine would be enormous. And let's just hope that uh, no corners are cut because there's pressure from the business side of big pharma to get to come up with something. So what is it? What is, so what do we do? Do we take a vaccine that's going to just suppress us like it does a flu, or do we get a vaccine that cures us? I mean, is it? Well, that that's yeah, that's something that obviously hasn't hasn't uh, shown up yet, so we don't know the answer to that. I would guess when this thing is rolled out, if they come up with a vaccine and they would they would make a, a case for it, if it's compelling and you trust, you go. If it's not compelling or you don't trust, you don't go. I I, I see people on both sides of this. Oh, I got to run. Very, very good call. Thank you, Mark, and uh, good conversation. We'll be back with more. Beach and Company, News Radio 930 WB. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Yeah. And we are back with the Beach and Company. I was thinking what a great time it is to be a thief. I mean, think about it like this. I heard a commercial a couple of stop sets back for a jewelry store, and they said that they, uh, uh, they, they follow a strict social uh, guidance, uh, social distance guidance, which is six feet, okay? Now, if you're a bad guy and you say, okay, stick them up, hold it, hold it, I, I, want, I want your gold or your money or whatever you're, you're trying to steal, can you fix this, Bernie? Uh, my microphone is about to be pulled out of its uh, cord here. It, I just ran over it with my chair. Thank you very much. Don't want to have that happen. But anyway, so suppose you're the bad guy and you go in the jewelry store and everybody has to practice six feet distance in front, six feet distance in back, whatever. Uh, you, you, once they hand over the jewels, you got a six-foot head start on everybody in the, in the place. What do you think, guys? Does this sound like a master plan that would be on Batman or something? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> well, you get a guy, maybe he was a track star in high school, or maybe she was a track star. Maybe it's Usain Bolt. <laughs> uh, maybe Usain Bolt is a little low on cash. Yes. <laughs> and, and they hand Usain Bolt uh, the, the jewels. Nobody's going to catch him. Nobody. You give him a six-foot head start, even now when he is losing some, uh, you, you're not going to catch him. I think that's a foolproof case. What do, you, what do you think, Buzz? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for it. <laughs> so now all the jewelry stores in town are going, if anybody walks in looking like Usain Bolt, I think they're, they're going to call security right away. All right, what we're talking about is uh, what everybody's talking about, and that, of course, is the um, uh, COVID-19. Will we have a vaccine A vaccine as promised by the, uh, the president by the end of the year? Would you get it? The only thing that makes me a little nervous is there's a great rush to provide one, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of pressure. They, they wouldn't say it, but the company's a lot of pressure on their uh, research and development team to come up with something. Uh, that's the only thing. Uh, not that they could do it in a hurry, but make sure no corners were cut. And if you didn't get it and your kid didn't get it, should your kid be able to go to public school? I say no. If, if uh, it's not fair to the other kids that did get it. Let us go to Eden and Bill on line one. Bill, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Plus, those people in the jewelry store are already wearing masks, so there's that. That's right. Masks and a six-foot head start. Crime is going to run rampant in Gotham City. 
like the funniest thing happened. A few friends and I were wearing bandana masks and going horseback riding alongside the railroad tracks, and for some reason the conductor stopped the train and came out with his hands up. <laughs> You're, you said, I'm Butch Cassidy. This is my friend, the Sundance Kid. Yeah, well, getting to the topic, I think the important thing to have at the end of the year is a reelected Donald Trump as president. And this seems to be like you were talking about what we could hope for. So he's giving hope and saying that we could have a vaccine by the end of the year. And what's his competition going to say? No, we're not going to have one. Yeah, and it, it, uh, he promises it a little after the election is over. But still, um, I, as far as I know, there has not yet been any vaccine for any coronavirus made, even you know, like the common cold or anything like that, or the original SARS. Okay. That might be somewhat of a challenge to get one. Um, but it doesn't scare me. I'll tell you why. Every single thing we have in medicine that works, uh, you know, I'm sure there were people who said, oh, no, we can't be doing that uh, because you're breaking new ground. So there's nothing to say that the last new ground had already been broken on something else and we can't do it here. I fully expect it would be new ground for this. So You have to make sure that the cure isn't any worse than the disease. You don't want a, a vaccine giving you a cytokine storm that would make you sick like the coronavirus does. Well, I, uh, you're absolutely right on that because how, how many times just on simple procedures have you thought, uh, I don't know about this, let's see. And uh, certainly as you get more complex, who would believe if you talk to your grandfather uh, that you could have said to him when he was uh, a kid, okay, you're having this problem, but here's how we're going to cure it. We're going to put you under anesthetic. We're going to take out one of your organs and replace it with somebody else's organs. Uh, they would run out of, the, uh, out of the emergency room. But now it's, it's almost common. It's almost a day-in, day-out surgery. I'm kind of hoping for the herd immunity to take place. And uh, while I might consider a vaccine... I might wait on it a little bit, kind of like if you have, you know, like an Apple iPhone and it's older and an update comes out, you might wait a little bit to see how the update goes for other people. But if you have a brand new phone, you might say, well, what's the difference? I don't really have anything to worry about. I'll get the update. So maybe this would be the case where you would let like the younger people who don't tend to be affected by COVID-19 as much get the vaccine, develop the immunity for you. And then eventually, if you want the vaccine for yourself, you could get it. You should be a, a, a provider of answers because you said a lot of things that make a lot of sense there. I, I appreciate it. Plus, at the beginning of the call, you have a sense of humor, and I enjoy that, too. Thank you, Bill. Thanks so much. And, uh, okay. Good to hear uh, have, have a good day. Bye-bye. Uh, yep, I, I like that caller. He's, he's fun, and, uh, and he has information. Uh, let's see. Let's take a break, and then we'll return with more. Don't forget the governor today at 1130. He's from Rochester. He's from Wegmans. Maybe uh, give him a call. Ask him to pick up some uh, vegetables or something for you. On News Radio 930 WBEN. You know what the questions are? And Buzzy, give me a couple of yours before I go back to the calls. All right. So will we have a, mac a vaccine at the end of by the end of the year? John says, I hope so. This will never end until we have a vaccine. I do think he is wishful thinking out loud, but you must have a goal. Of course, there will be protesters, but... Will there will be there regardless of what the issue he pushes is? You know the scary part about that post is uh, when he said this uh, may never end. I mean that's my thought. Uh, uh, the thought of wiping it out completely, I think, is unrealistic. Uh, I think uh, learning to deal with the way we treat it is more realistic. 
maybe uh, harm, uh, not harming, but uh, interfering uh, with how difficult it is for everybody, just calming it down a little bit, that might be helpful. But I think just thinking there's not going to be any more kind of remote. But I do remember as a kid going to the movies and uh, they would run a trailer uh, on the screen about uh, the March of Dimes, which was about um, uh, little kids being in iron lungs. I remember that. And uh, I, I usually had something uh, like a dime or 15 cents or a quarter or something that I would put in the, uh, uh, the thing that they pass around. Uh, but you don't hear about that anymore. And there's a lot of things you don't hear about anymore because uh, scientists got on the case, as they're doing now, with more modern uh, machinery, more modern thinking, learning from the past. I'm, I, I'll, I'll put my money on the medical minds in the United States. Okay, who's uh, next? Um, how about Ann in Buffalo, our friend Ann on WBEN Line 4. Thank you. Ann, hello. Good morning. Good morning, Ann. Uh, what do you have for us today? You know, I uh, I don't think it'll be done by the end of the year. Hopefully that the families, you know, that has it, you know, and all the heartache is caused that they will. But then I have an issue with that as well, not about the, uh, the you know, the, uh, the medication. The, vac- uh, the vaccination, okay. Yeah, what I have an issue is they come up with something and first slow down. We really need to know what it is. You know, we don't even know what it is. We know. Yeah, because it's, because it's new, it, ta- it takes a, a little get acquainted period, which is what we're doing now, I think. And you know, and, and you know, and and I have no children. I have one son. He's fifty-four years old, and I get it tired of hearing them talking about it's the old folks and all that kind of stuff. I don't, <laughs> I don't have any fear in it. I'm seventy-two years old. I was seventy-two in March, and I have no fear in it. And the reason I don't have any fear in it is because I trust God. If I didn't trust God as hard as I do, I probably would fear it. But I don't fear it. I'm not going to die, Sandy, until God thinks it's time for me to die. He'll pull that switch. And as being a Christian, we really need the most important thing of it all, and that's prayer. Because if you have prayer, and you trusting in God, he can wipe it away. Man, it's the reason we're in this mess as it is. It's sin. God get tired of sin all the time. And that's well, it must, it must bring you great comfort. And I noted on the calendar this week there is a national day of prayer, which I think is, um, I think it's Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. The 7th, yeah. Uh, this Thursday, National Day of Prayer, which I thought would be uh, very helpful and very useful uh, as a uh, give us a, a goal of uh, coming together for that one day of prayer, everybody doing their own way, their own God. And I think uh, there won't 
there can't be any negatives to that as long as it's not uh, as long as you're not obliged to do it. You do it at your own free will. So, Anne, you gave us a, you're a good example of how how to be comfortable within your own skin by saying uh, the the biggest uh, doctor of all is God, and and you're absolutely right. Because you know something, Cindy, it, 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 if we worry all the time about stuff, like I say, I hate it for the people that has passed away because of whatever this is in the air. You know, and it breaks my heart. But I'm comfortable enough in my skin. And I know what God has brought me to some stuff. And I was alone by myself, even though with all my brothers and stuff, nobody was there. And I know man didn't do it. And if man did it, he had the workings of God on the inside of him to show him how to make this thing work. And yes, I am comfortable in my skin. And I- well, you're always welcome on this show because you make a lot of sense, Anne. Thank you for calling. appreciate it. Uh, you know, uh, Tony and Buzzy, I, I was thinking, uh, not as a scientist, because I'm not a scientist, just in general, if the virus is in the air, okay, why doesn't it kind of get knocked on its feet when it, when it rains? There's a lot of places that have a lot of rain, I'm sure. When that rain comes down, why doesn't it dis- at least dissipate the uh, the amount of virus in the air or just knock it to the ground? Do you think that's too simplistic it might be i think it's a question for uh, peter and saint Catharines. he'd be able to answer that more than we would yeah i would think that it would make sense uh the thing about this is that uh it's new and we can't see it okay if we could see it it'd be different i think that anything that we can see we can probably have a pretty good handle on how to defeat it uh but uh when you can't see it uh, what are you, Lamont Cranston in the shadow? If you can't see it, uh, then how do you deal with it? Uh, who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, it, it's it's very difficult. Okay, uh, Beamer, because I don't have time for another call right now. Uh, how about another uh, a couple of... Uh, of Facebook's for us. Yeah, we'll go with Eric, who says, we will see. I guess uh, until then, the treatments are there. There's a couple uh, drugs the president mentioned. A lot of companies are working on it. We'll know more by the end of the year. Yeah, I think the word vaccine scares a lot of people. If you're you're looking at the message stream that I'm looking at, uh, which is the text board, which you can't be looking at because it's my screen. Uh, Tony has it back there, too. Uh, Bernie informs me that there's a lot of people that are very leery about uh, vaccines, and, and you have a right to be. The only part that makes me leery is the fact that uh, there's a lot of, and, and it's positive too, but it's got two sides to it. There's a lot of very smart people working on this who probably work for very large pharmaceutical companies, and this is worth billions of dollars if you come up with the answer. Uh, and that's uh, the pressure of doing it and doing it as quickly as possible, maybe not having as long. Remember what uh, Dr. Fauci said when the president was first enamored about that test of 40 people in France, and all 40 people survived. He, he was very quick to warn <clears throat> pardon me, that um, c- clinical trials take years sometimes. 
and they uh, they have uh, some um, uh, very complicated uh, thing hoops to jump through with clinical trials. And if you avoid them or you shorten them, it might be uh, uh, might seem okay now, but might not turn out that well in the future. So I think we have to keep that in mind. The doctors, of course, want to do what's uh, what's best for us. Their bosses, the pharmaceutical companies, want to do what's best for the bottom line. But there certainly has to be some modicum of trust there. All right, uh, let's take a break and we'll return. Uh, Remember that the governor, the gov, is going to uh, Wegmans today and we're going with him. He'll be at Wegmans in Rochester and do the uh, press conference at 1130. So mark down on your calendar, 1130 today with the gov. We're back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.